The Big Light presents Hello, I'm Sean McDonald. You're listening to Pleathered, and my guest is Tommy Gallagher. Debt expert Tommy's back for another conversation and we reflect on the January blues and the stress that can follow the Christmas period. We discuss buy now, pay later schemes such as Klarna and Clearpay and how people can fall into that trap. And we talk about how people have gone through sleepless nights and miserable days to enjoy life again after taking even the smallest steps to address their money and debt worries. And as always, there's plenty more. If you enjoy this episode, share it somewhere because you never know who could benefit from hearing it. Cheers. So this is the third time we've sat down. Each previous time um, that we've we've sat and had a conversation, there's been slightly different outcomes, maybe slightly different conversations, but overall, you're finding that people are getting in touch, aren't you, to, to say, look, I'm really struggling here and I need a wee bit of professional help yeah i mean I, th- I think definitely people are are um are relating to the conversations that they're, they're hearing themselves that that's the kind of feedback even yesterday uh, there was a, a guy I spoke to macaulay gallon had said that and, and somebody i spoke to on on tuesday um had said the same thing that listened to the podcast they, they, they were just relating to the stories that were there mm-hmm. you know relating saying that that's me I've, I've done that you know either either been up at night or in fact one of the guys i spoke to on tuesday was saying that he resonated with the fact that we we discuss people who are who are earning a good wage, you know, who have who have worked hard to get where they are, but don't feel that they're any better off than than they yeah. were when they were earning slightly less because they're all of their outgoings are still going to just churning debts. So they're not not struggling necessarily, but they're just surviving with with these debts. So yeah, every time every time we put out, I think certainly long form conversation about. Debts. And as we've said both times, is that, that that's something that people don't talk about. It's it's hearing mm-hmm. it's hearing people talking about debt for the first time. Yeah, uh, the reason I really enjoy doing these is because it's it's this continuous thing. It's not like you can do one episode or you can have one conversation, even if it is an hour long, and you can then just tick every box. You can cover every point, and that's it. There is this. Um, there's a wee tool for you if you're struggling. It's like something that's very multifaceted in it, and we'll talk about that the sort of sources of of these debts and the accumulation of them, whether they be through sort of just buying stuff yourself, through general life, through the cost of living. We'll talk about kind of inflation, all these things. Um, But I think it's great to to constantly have them because as well, there's people, you know, as we just spoke about kind of off mic, there's people who are still just getting around to listen to the first one, which was a year ago. Do you think that's because, do you think that's maybe symptomatic of the whole burying the head in the sand where people because I mean if, you've, if you're a follower of Blethered or if you've seen you or I or anybody else tweeting about it you know what this episode contains and it's maybe a case of oh I, know, I can't face up to that right now do you think that yeah I think so yeah I mean the the, the one um, so I I had put a message out on um, quote unquote Blue Monday just saying because there was all I, I, I follow a lot of people in the industry and debt advice and stuff like yeah. that there was a lot of people that were just pummeling Blue Monday if you don't know is is I actually don't know what the exact definition but I think it's like it's supposed to be like the furthest point from your December pay but you're still two weeks away from your January pay and I, I mean they somehow scientifically calculated I think it's possibly another unhelpful 
um, I don't know, Tiger. I want to say capitalist creation yeah, in the sense really, of Valentine's it's, Day. It's yeah, it's, it's, bullshit, it's not quite like it's not quite um, like Black Friday. I don't think anybody's running out and spending money, but it's supposed to be yeah, like the saddest day of the year or something. Yeah. Like so I woke up and I was reading my timeline. It's just all people that are in debt advice, and it was just lots of blogs about here's how to survive this, and this is how terrible life is. And so, so I just put a wee message and said, "Look, there's no point pummeling MD to say it's, see if you're struggling. Going to just." Yeah. Don't struggle alone or something. You'd, you'd retweet it and put a link to the, the original podcast. And there was, I was still getting people coming through that night, said, just sat and listened to it. And, and like you say, probably when that came out, if they're, the guys I spoke to do listen to Blethered, but with the amount of stuff that's going out, maybe people aren't traveling as much. You might yeah. just skip the episode. You might just think, I don't really want to hear about debt just now. But totally. if it resonates at the right time, then you listen to it and say, right, that's, you know, I, I identify with that. That's, that's, I need to get something done. So it's it's definitely valuable. It, it, probably the same with all your other, you know, the, you know, like gambling away and all that kind of stuff. Mm. Unless, until you're ready to deal with it. Absolutely. Like I like create, I like creating them and putting them out. And then once they're there, they're there. God, there's people who get in touch. When I did a gambling one in like February or March 2019, that's like almost three years ago. And there's people who are getting in touch and saying, I knew that was there, but I just couldn't really face it. I suppose it's like, You'll only you'll only sort of go and listen to something like that when you've really feel the right there is a Even problem like, that needs addressed. Yeah, like the mental health one you've done with Martin Melly, it's always good to just put that back out again or totally, revisit yeah. it because again that that will resonate with people at different times. Yeah, you know, it, it might be that you might have listened to that originally when you weren't suffering, but now you might be in a place where that would actually help you more to go back and, and re-listen to. It. So certainly, it's it's worth um, it's it's been good for that, and and that it's not. It's not a one and done. It's there. It exists. That podcast, and it's worth mm-hmm. you know. Totally. Well, um, we we we've just kind of touched on various types of debt, and I think we did. <laughs> Maybe said that off mic. I would just say there, but what would like what I'd like to do anyway is talk about different types of debt and different people that come to you because again, it would be good to hold a mirror up to people, and if they see themselves in it, I don't want to say great, but okay, it's a it's a step, and you yeah. can identify. I mean, one of the biggest things just now, and actually you'd asked me a year ago, and I, and I not not that I patched the question, I don't think I properly answered it, or I kind of just, I didn't really focus on it, was the buy now, pay later stuff. Oh yeah, that's what I want to touch on first. Um, at the time when you asked me, now I think you asked me about Klarna and stuff like that, and at the time I was actually paying, my wife's car needed repaired and I was paying, put it through Klarna, we didn't have whatever it was, 14 record or something like that, it, cost, it, was, it was a fair whack and we didn't, don't have that to hand. Mm-hmm. So I, when you're acting, I thought, well, are Clarna not going to all right there through Arnold Clark or whatever it was? I don't think there was any interest added on it, so I wasn't really too sure. But it's definitely boomed. See, since we spoke last January, as we're recording it now, January 2022, that Christmas there, certainly. I mean, the, the buy now, pay later stuff is... And it's not it's not the way it used to be with catalogues. The buy now, pay later was like pay nothing for six months and then start to pay it up. The buy now, pay later now is, for all intents purposes, it's payday loans. It's the exact same business structure as payday loans mm. is. I'll, I checked this morning... Just, just to kind of get an idea, you'll you'll know everybody will know themselves when you are probably ordering stuff off at Amazon now, or maybe not Amazon, but anything. Even if you're ordering like, okay, I need a new pack of light bulbs for the, the kitchen or something, it'll come up and it's like nine quid, and it'll say, do you want to spread this over nine months at 70, 70 p? And you think, and you kind of laugh it off. But I looked, um, like Argos and Curries and all that kind of stuff. Pretty much everything. If you order anything, there's there's now always the option spread this out. Yeah. Um, well, Nintendo Switch is about two hundred and fifty quid. You can spread that over six months, I think, or 
nine months, but it's 350 quid you're paying back. It's 100 quid straight away more that you're paying for it, albeit you're paying it. Mm-hmm. So there's a lot of people that are using that and it's not regulated, um, or it is regulated, but it's not. there's no affordability check done when you do that. Nobody's checking your credit rate. Nobody's asking what your income is or anything like that. And anyone who's using buy now pay later is generally because if you are, if your kid was asking for a Nintendo Switch for Christmas and you didn't have the money, generally you'd stick it on the credit card. Mm. If you're using buy now pay later, what that says to me is either you don't have a credit card or you do, and the credit card's already maxed. You don't have yeah. enough room on it, so you're doing the buy now pay later. Thank and, Christ, this this wasn't around when I was like twenty one. Yeah, yeah. I'd exactly. be in the mud and I'm leaving joking. Mm-hmm. Aye, that's it. Would have. I had a have have a fully kitted out house. I, I when I, when I buy because I laughed like I bought something for like twenty five quid a couple of weeks ago. I can't remember what it was, and it's like do I spread this over six months or something? I was like, but <laughs> the thing is, so listen to if there's anybody listening going, oh no, what already I've done that. Don't be because no, no. I look at it and I'm like, I I'd much rather spend four pound eighty seven because I think. One, it's human nature. Somebody's like, hey, you can have this thing, but spend less. Even though my sort of primitive brain is like, still able to work out, I am still paying it. But when it's spread over, I've done it a couple of times purely because I'm like, I've got the money here, but, you know, it's a hundred quid pair of trainers, let's say. But you only want, I don't know, 30. And then, but then the next month comes and I get a text your thing me's coming off and I'm like you bastard like because the novelty has worn off yeah, of yeah. these trainers now but I'm still paying and, you're still paying and back, I, yeah. I don't know if you can just go because if you can pay it off at once because I've not done it that often if you're not inside out but yeah I should really know that I, I don't know like see if you want to pay it early I'm sure you can uh, it must be because you're not really entering into I mean, it is a credit agreement um, obviously the way the way the world is kind of built these days as well not to get off pure highfalutin about my sort of analysis of society but we all want an immediate sort of what we're thinking about immediate gratification instead of delayed gratification so that would be immediate gratification would be getting them straight away as opposed to we're okay waiting two months or three months until you're not really going oh, to I'm waste the, the money yeah 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 i mean i'll and it's i mean don't don't beat yourself up for that if if, no, like, no. if you've done that no and, and, and listen we said this before you know i got myself into a mess with with payday loans in my mid 20s or whatever so I, i'm not i'm not saying there's anything wrong with it if, you, you? if you're sitting here thinking oh i've put half the christmas on buy now Pilar, that, I, i'm not saying that's an issue what i'm, I'm saying it's a it's a problem that it exists it's yeah. a problem that buy now Pilar is coming up and it's not really being it's it's the, it has the same lack of affordability checks that payday loans had mm-hmm. so it's it's causing people to get it's, it's it's given the opportunity for people to get themselves into to problems because like i say if you're using that um, if, if if you're using it because your credit cards are already maxed and it's fifty pound a month or whatever it is thirty quid a month or something like that, then you're starting the next few months you're thirty quid down. You're going to be thirty quid less than what you've normally got, and that's a, one thing. But if you've then bought a few things, if you've bought yeah. your mum a new jacket, if you went to next and you've said right, I'll buy everybody new sets of jammies or whatever it is, and it all adds up maybe twenty quid a month to next, you've got thirty quid a month to curries or whatever it is and it's that, that can be a hundred pound a hundred pounds a big yeah. deal particularly with the things that are coming up just now cost of living i know we're going to touch on that but cost of living's increasing the you know the, the inflation has uh, is at its highest in since the early 90s we know that council tax is probably going to go up in april we know that national insurance contributions going to go up mm. um we know that utilities are 
are going to go through the roof. So there's a there's a real issue that people are probably just now might be on, and even Keel might be able to kind of manage and keep the plate spinning. But there's been no uh, there's, there's a bit of an earthquake on the way. Yeah, there's been no there's been no checks done from an affordability point of view on on these buy now pay later debts, well, and, and they're small, but. Mm-hmm. Let's. I mean, we'll try and draw examples. Have you? Can you think of any cases that you've had coming in where that has been the sort of major um, factor in somebody's financial issues? It's 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 not been the major factor, but it's been what's tipped it. Yeah, if that makes sense. That's that's been what's taken them from having a. You probably. I, I mean, you probably can't go like that. To who would it be? JD, you can't go like here. Can we pause this for a bit? They'll probably go. Eh, no. Because you've got the items. Well, I mean, you could, I mean, you can. I mean, that's ultimately what what, what debt advice is. That you know, is, is if you're speaking to debt advisor, oh, so you can do that with them as well. Well, I thought they would have been because being unregulated, I would have made the assumption that they were sort of alone to their own. I mean, probably if you phone them up. Um, I, I mean, I don't know. I, I I haven't dealt with them personally on right. a, just on a one to one basis of me just phoning up. I guess they would. I mean, I, I guess that there's mm. a duty of care. Financial Conduct Authority are quite strict on on any banks and any sort of lender, so they, yeah. there will there will be a duty of care, and they will have to work with you. But it's known that you can do that, and it's it's whether that fixes the wider problem of why you were using it in the first place. If that makes mm. sense. You, know? you mentioned Christmas presents, and obviously post Christmas is a bit of a tough time. Like we're all feeling it. Uh, we're we're now kind of coming into late January. Do you typically see an influx around about this time of year? Yeah, I mean January can be quite quiet because. Um, because every, everyone's just everyone's just knuckling down to get to that the 28th or whatever it is Aye. whenever their payday is they're just saying I just need to get to their credit card bills probably aren't quite hitting yet you're not really maybe only one payment into yeah. or not even one payment into buy now pay later but January certainly means people start thinking about it not don't not normally as busy everyone kind of thinks to themselves if I can get to February because February's a short month mm-hmm. if I can get to February I'll probably be fine by March but it's February, isn't it? The short month. It's March. It's the short month, technically, uh, if if you work at the mass on it. But um, February is generally when mid Feb is when people start to kind of go, oh, I have run out of money. I've paid all the bills from January. All my you know outgoings are a bit higher than I thought. Mm-hmm. Cancel the gym membership, obviously, because everybody joined the gym first of January and now they're scrapping it and stuff like that. But that, I look that's... forward to that, man. I can't get I can't get so moving in my gym. It's always the classic. <laughs> every year, it's just all the the normal gym rats saying where have all these people comfy yeah. go home you I, don't belong yeah. we're kind of jumping about here but i'm just thinking like if i'm somebody who's listening to this and i'm thinking right okay i've you know I, this is sounding like me i possibly need some help we'll talk about how we would sort of define that as in uh, how i'm sorry i'm kind of tripping over my words here we'll talk about how we define somebody who who should maybe seek some assistance, but maybe they're listening and thinking, well, why should I speak to you? Now, you don't have to sit here and go, well, I'm real hardworking and reliable and that. Like, I, I don't, I don't <laughs> want you to pure thing me yourself. It's but, not the apprentice. Because we'll talk about some dodgy companies, but what's, you know, why why should somebody come and seek you out for, for that help when there's there's other companies available? Uh, well, I mean, we we offer, so there's, there's generally, there's, there's, I mean, there's three statutory solutions in Scotland. If, if you're dealing with debts um, on a formal basis, debt mm. arrangement scheme, trusted sequestrations. So we so we do all three. So there's no... Uh, and the fourth option would be just to to um, 
tidy up your budget, do nothing, but just really make some sort of streamline yeah. um, choices or maybe temporary plans. So maybe there's, I mean, there's three statutes, but there's, there's other sort of options you can do uh, coming into sort of temporary payment plans and stuff like that. Um, but, but we do all of them. So I'm not there to, I, I don't work for a, a trusted company. My, yeah. my job isn't just to try and hammer a, a, a square peg into your own toe because I need you to be signing a trusted. Um, I don't need you to do anything. I'm not financially incentivized to, 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 if, yeah. if it's a case that all you need is just a wee bit of help, a letter from me to say, listen, I spoke to Sean, he's struggling. He just needs three months. Yeah. I can do that. That doesn't, that, that's nothing. Send you on your way. That's fine. That's, yeah. that's the best thing for you. So it's done in a case of what a person needs as, yeah. as, as opposed to you can make commission. There's, yeah, I, no, I, yeah. I mean, there are companies. They, that's basically where I'm trying to nudge you to explain towards, because I know that to be the case. So there, there used to be companies for one. I guess probably the best way to describe it would be similar to. It's not. It's not the same, but just for, from a business point of view, if you were looking at it like, um, like compare the market or go compare these kind of these um, uh, like almost brokers. For us, you know, if you go to like, go compare, um linked to direct line or admiral or whatever but their their job is to is to do all the marketing to get somebody to go to get their car insurance quote and then say why don't you go direct line you go direct line go compare get a kickback yeah so there used to be a lot of companies that would do that debt advice where they weren't they, they weren't the the trustees the insolvency practitioners they would never actually manage the cases but they would maybe do all the facebook advertising to say you know I don't know, dads that deal with debts.com or something like that, you know, and it was mm -hmm. just a couple of guys in a room that would just be phoning people up to do debt advice and say, oh, you, you qualify for a trusted and then selling the details onto companies. Yeah. So, and they, they are, there's something called the trusted protocol just now where they are trying to, or, or certainly it looks that like we're moving away from that, that you shouldn't, because the problem with that is that, that person's not asking the relevant questions to make sure that that's right for you. They're just asking the relevant questions to make sure a trusted works for you to then mm -hmm. make that commission not saying that they are necessarily bad people but if you're already going in with the mindset of saying i need to get this person into where well, it might not be it may just be that they just need a wee bit of help maybe a debt arrangement scheme over a longer period would, would protect their house and things like that so mm -hmm. well, i think the, the main point to take from that is that you while you may technically qualify for a trusted which is paying uh, a percentage of your debt back over an amount of time and then therefore quelling any sort of threats of legal action or letters and harassment, it doesn't mean it is actually the right thing for you. Uh, and that is the important thing to, because there are, there are a lot of cowboys. I can speak for Glasgow because even, so when I worked in, and essentially like the same type of industry, not the same job, but kind of doing roughly the same thing, um, the company was, they were very good uh, and they sort of upheld their ethics and stuff, but we did encounter companies that didn't. And yeah. I remember thinking, wow, this is like the Wild West. Because I suppose it was at a time when, I don't know if it's when they were just introduced or they'd kind of recently been introduced, maybe within a te five, ten year span. Um, but it was a lot of stuff to be ironed out, I think, at that point. Yeah. Um, and that's that sort of wild west thing still does exist to this day, doesn't it? People forging. I mean, there's been accusations and evidence of companies forging pay slips, companies forging documentation, purely because they get a lovely wee kickback once you're in that system. And once you're in that system, you're in it. You, you can't just back out of it. Well, that's it. It's it's um, you know, it's it's like if somebody was to talk to me and say, right, well, 
right, Tommy, he's a debt advisor, he's got two kids, he's got a wife that works part-time, blah, 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 here's your budget. You know, you're, you're the main earner on the house, you pay most of the bills and stuff like that. Sign up a trusted. Now, yeah. there's no conversation there to say, well, why is your wife working part-time? Is it because you've got a young child that's probably going to start school next year? And when he starts school, is your wife going to go full-time? Is she maybe studying to qualify? Is mm -hmm. it maybe that she's then suddenly become the main earner and there's going to be more money in the house? And if there is... All that money's just disappearing at your trustee, whereas that's probably not the option that was, that was there for you. So, yeah, I mean, listen, some of the practices have been a bit, but I don't want to kind of tarnish it too much. I don't want to put people off. Um, no, I don't think that's, that's not your responsibility to protect No, no, it's not. But, but to protect, to, oops, sorry, I just smacked my mic there. It's not your responsibility to protect the image of the industry as a whole, because that that is what it is. That's kind of like me trying to protect the image of the city of Glasgow. It's a multifaceted, variable thing. Um, and I think it's fair to say, okay, maybe you're in a position where you can are, are reluctant to, but then... No, no, what, well, what I was going to say is, because quite often what I'll, I'll say to people um, is, and, and it sounds like I'm trying to kind of cover it up, but it's, it's like don't sit and Google trustees and stuff like that because, you know, it's like if you if you were looking at booking a holiday and you're looking at a hotel, yeah. don't read the reviews because the only people that bother their ass leaving the review are people that aren't happy. <laughs> oh, the... This, this food was crap oh, the, the, yeah. the all inclusive was rubbish it was fish every night and all that kind of stuff. that's just somebody that doesn't like fish that doesn't mean anything so the only times you're going to hear people talking about a trustee generally is oh my uncle was in a trustee and it was a nightmare and yeah. oh they took his house off and blah 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 right well what, what actually happened there was it that he was missold was it that he wasn't actually pulling his weight it, 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 yeah. you need to actually look at what, what, what was really there um, so listen there are people that have been through debt advice uh, debt solutions that maybe didn't have a, a great experience for it but there's not a lot of people that come out the go mm -hmm. that's fantastic i've just clear and they are by far i've done this for a long time um they are they are the majority the majority of people mm -hmm. just come in pay their debts off and move on and they're happy with, with, with what's happened well one thing i want to talk about is the the sort of person or the impact of somebody's journey and obviously we have to protect people's anonymity and stuff but talk me through let's just say if you can get somebody in your head a, a case maybe it's recent or one that's stuck out for you talk me through where they were at the start when they first came to you you know what those steps then how they looked and and what that's like at the end when you know when somebody does come at the end of that journey and this massive burden is kind of taken off their shoulders i mean funnily enough the i mean so typically certainly before the last year, um, the typical typical client comes on quite nervous, um, sometimes quite emotional, mm -hmm. um, always quite emotional. Either either talking at hundred miles an hour, like like I do here sometimes, <laughs> um, when they're just getting excited because they've they've maybe rehearsed it in their head totally. what they're going to say, and they're just this is the f or, or they've been lying in bed thinking about it, and this is the first time they've actually s engaged their their mouth to, to say these things so it's either 100 miles an hour the full backstory of their entire life of, of how they got to that position or it's just such a release of emotions that it's that, that quite often you know there, there will be there will be crying they'll, they'll kind of break down a, a wee, not in a not in a bad way um and and it's a bit known it's a bit known it's a different kind of crying it's not an upset crying it's just an emo you know to say look this has um, been pent up for so long. Yeah, like uh, when, whenever I've had like new starts and I'm kind of training with debt advice and they think I'm a bit harsh when I just keep talking over the person when they're crying and the other thing, I have to just say, look, that that's a, I've I've known I've done this long enough to know that's not a that's not a kind of upset crying. That's just a 
and you ask them, are you okay? No, I'm fine, I'm fine, just you keep going, I'm, I can hear you, and there's a lot of sniffling and stuff like that. But it is, it's just such a release, mm-hmm. because it is the first time that they have really said it out loud and, and dealt with it. Um, and by the second or third, you know, when you, when, when you get to the end of that first call to just get an idea of where everything is, this is where all the debt is, this is where the income is, this is what we're going to do. Right, here's the next steps. You send me... Send me proof of your income. Send me your pay slips, your bank statements. I'll tidy up your budget and I can go back to you and say, this is what we're going to do. This is how we're going to get this under control. Um, well, that's, sorry to inter- interject, but I'd like to just point that out, that that's one of your areas of expertise that you can say, first of all, we can tidy things up and things are automatically better. It's kind of like getting, I don't know, a professional cleaner into your house and you're like, oh, they've done a far better job than yeah, I was able to. Yeah, it's like, trust me, I know this is going to sort it. Yeah. Um, that's quite good. They're always quite happy that right. There's a positive right. This is going to happen. This is what I need. This is what I need you to get me. Get me confirmation because sometimes they don't know the balances. Don't get know. too bogged down the details. So don't worry about that. Like in no, no, terms but, of, but but people wouldn't necessarily know exactly because sometimes you're not wanting to look at your credit score. You're not wanting to look at your bills. So when mm-hmm. I'm asking them, right, I need to know exactly how much this. Oh, it's about twenty grand. I sort of rip the plaster. Just Aye, get it over and done. just. I can run a credit report if, if they want, and I can just get this. I can see it what's and all. But it's like look, they're, they're bet. It's. The, they're more empowered to then go and do that. See if I say, this is what, all I need you to do is get go on to Experian, get me the credit report, send it back to me. They'll be like, right, I'm going to do it now because they don't feel so bad. They think, That's, I don't care. It's almost like I don't care what's behind the scary door because I know that this guy's going to... Help fix it, yeah. I've said, I've probably said that. I can't remember if I said that on a on a podcast for or, or just when we were chatting before, but I've had folk before that have just come in with a, like a huge envelope and it's just full of every credit card bill they've had for the past year. Just dump it in the desk. You know, that's your problem, right, Tommy. You can kind of mm. sift through that. So by the maybe like the second or third call, you can tell that there's a, it's a different person. You know, I'm, I'm not guaranteeing I'm going to, you know, because I can't for, for various reasons, I can't guarantee I'm going to make all your worries go away necessarily, but there's, but there's definitely more of an empowerment. But what I was going to say is the difference with the people who have come to to speak to me after the podcast, after listening to a full podcast, is that they are they, they tend to be more driven. They tend to kind of come and say, I know what we're doing here. Mm-hmm. There isn't as much trepidation or worry and stuff like that. So I think which which just boils it all down to the same underlying message we've kind of been banging on about in, on both these previous podcasts and again just now is is that talking about it is the main thing removing the yeah. stigma about it is the big thing and that's and there's a difference between the people who have had that stigma removed that say i know the process yeah i've listened to tommy for an hour banging on yeah um so i know what's going to happen here mm-hmm. but they still get a bit of it but it's not as bad as the yeah i'm i'm not going to stop having this conversation and i'm not going to kind of stop sort of talking about it either because i've been there in the past, I know how it feels. I've witnessed it for a professional capacity. I remember seeing people walking in. Honestly, like, if you were, I don't know, if you were to describe it, you'd be like, it's just a black cloud over them and the shoulders are hunched over and, you know, they're just their face. They look tired and they look sad and they look defeated. And as if they're wondering, what is the point in life? And that is kind of the, you know, it's the uncomfortable thing to say. But I'm convinced that a lot of horrible things we hear will be finance related. I'm not saying it'll be the only thing, but I think it'll be one thing that maybe makes it just a step too far or just a wee bit too much to deal with. And then I remember seeing, there's one person I remember, so I worked, the office was in like town. Remember this guy coming in the first day and then maybe X months later, he came in with 
And this is why I loved him. At this point, he came in with loads of turnips, biscuits for everybody. I was like, you legend. Yes. <laughs> and, uh, but he had this pure spring in his step and it was like, wow, if I, if I wish I could have framed these two together. And it was a case of, I remember sitting with a guy and I was responsible for doing income and expenditure. And when we were able to point out, by the way, you can keep doing this. You don't have to scrimp on this. Here's where you can cut money. Here's what we can do. And it's a sort of, as if you see the air fill back in his lungs and his, his shoulders going back up and it's, you're like, I kind of wanted to go see how how simple was that? Mm-hmm. But you just had to first kind of take that step to to go and do it. I mean, how you must see loads of that with people yeah. just getting a spring back. It's, it's the one thing, I, one, I mean, of all the many, many things that I miss, um, the COVID has, has kind of ruined but but one of the biggest things is the face-to-face meetings now obviously we cover all of Scotland so I, I can't meet everybody face-to-face but quite a lot anyone who's in the in mm. a nearby area um, don't have to do it face-to-face no, not everybody wants that but quite a yeah. lot of the time you can tell look why don't you just come into the office or why don't I just come and meet you somewhere you, you, you probably would feel a lot more relaxed it's like yeah. you see and you're like oh, you know this is a real person this is an office. They deal with things like this all the time. Uh, yeah, uh, it's it's good for them to be able to look somebody in the eye and, and know what you're dealing with. But that's a that's a huge thing. It's a, and I'll say that to people: bring your, you know, if it's like a young girl or something, not not younger, but somebody in their twenties or whatever it is, like bring your dad in, bring your mum in, like yeah. bring them in, like you know, it's because especially if it's going to be. Well, after I got off the call for you, I spoke to my mum and she said, oh, I think that's a bit dodgy. I guess. Like, bring your mum in then. I'll yeah. speak to your mum uh-huh. and I'll explain everything that's that's there. Um, and that's the good thing because then you see them, You like you say, you do see the difference. You give them a coffee and a biscuit and they're kind of sitting in a wee yeah. bit, you know, they're in an office and they're not really too sure what's happening. But the next time you meet them for like a, a review a few months later, like probably what you were doing, they're like, right, let's do this. Let's, yeah. let's, let's get sorted. What was happening since then? Oh, I, I managed to get this done. I, I, I got my life insurance back on track. And because these are all the things they've scrapped. Oh, I, I cancelled my gym membership because I couldn't afford it anymore. And they're like, I can go to the gym again. I can mm-hmm. do these things. Yeah, that's one thing I'd like to hammer home. Um, that if you were to, to seek any assistance here, if you're, I mean, let's, let's be honest here, right? Let's really cut through the bullshit. The crux of this point and this entire conversation is just to stress over and over that if money worries are ruining your life, keep me up at night, stop me sleeping, and stop me from enjoying your days, that there are there are solutions available. Um, government-backed solutions. This isn't just a company sort of taking you for a ride. But the most important thing as well to hammer home is your life doesn't just stop. They don't say, right, you have to agree not to enjoy yourself for 18 months. It's like, no. We insist that you continue to find ways to enjoy yourself for 18 months. Otherwise, or, or however the, the long the duration of the, the arrangement is, because otherwise, what, you know, what is the point? No, exactly. That is, that's it. And, I, and you're st- still get people that can see that when I'm, when I'm saying, what's your, how much is your TV and broadband stuff like that? They go, oh God, it's, it's 130 quid because I've got my Sky and, my, and I've got Netflix and Skype. So I, I mean, I, don't worry, I'll, I'll look at cancelling that. I'll, you know, I'll right. say to my wee boy, I, I, we don't need Disney Plus anymore. Just, Forget that. Keep your Disney Plus. Exactly. You need it. It sounds like you need it. You need Aye, some sort of enjoyment. Keep that. Let's keep that in. You know, if it's something excessive, then take it out. But let's let's have a. You know, if you're, you, you still need to have a, a quality of life. Yeah. Otherwise, there is, like you said, there is no point. That's I'm, not, there. I'm not trying to paint you as Mother Teresa or anything like that. So don't worry about. Don't clam up and ask you this. But do you feel a real sense of satisfaction 
when and that is such a cliche question right but it fits it's mm-hmm. apt do you feel a real satisfaction when you can really help him because it is improving people's lives yeah I, listen i do and it is listen it does sound a bit there's the, there's the I'll, I'll say that for you there's the, there's the worry that it can sound really wanky and pompous yeah but it's true that, that's that was the word i was trying not to say um but no yeah, like, it, listen I, I i mean i love my job i've done that i, I did do when I when I first started, I was doing uh, trusted uh, admin, so I was I was getting the trusted ones the client had signed, and I was mm-hmm. doing the ongoing reviews and stuff like that, which is good, and I liked that. But I, but I preferred, and it was a lot of admin, it was a lot of doing reports to creditors and adjudicating yeah. claims, and I'm I am rotten at admin, I'm terrible, um, diary lines and all that kind of stuff. I was useless at it, but I loved the reviews. I loved doing like six months of reviews and speaking to the client. How are you feeling now? What's happening? And stuff like that. Um, so that's when I went what's for step change that charity to get to the front end to, to speak to people be the first person that the person spoke to and 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 not to not to sympathize but empathize to say listen at, at that point let's like say that was in my late 20s when I when I had I think just cleared my payday loans and stuff like that mm-hmm. so I, I could say listen I know what you're talking about I, I've, I've been there that's a really important point I think you know you talk you hear about it in politics all the time and it's like how can you possibly understand or or work for the benefit of people who are in a certain situation if you've never been in it yourself? But when you've been there and you know that way we're about to drop off, but then you wake up and a wee, sh- a wee pang of panic in the stomach, you know how that feels and mm-hmm. that that then ensures that you really are helping people in, in the sort of best way possible, not just to make yourself 500 quid commission the way that some companies kind of operate, which is... Man, not only should they be regulated, people should be getting jailed. Like people should be getting, should be, some of the stories I've heard for the horse's mouth. You're like, how can you do that, man? How do you sleep at mm-hmm. night? But I mean, it's 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 not like I have got any. I'm not doing advice because I've I've got cheat codes to how to live life without it. I mean, I I, I only paid off. Last year was the first year since I was maybe eighteen that I've never had any credit card. That's the first, and that's that's that was when I was thirty nine, and that's because. Listen, married with two kids for various reasons. Yeah. Um. When when my, my daughter was born, my wife got put on. They, they closed. She worked for a bank and they closed down that office. She got put in garden leave and in redundancy. She didn't work for the first. No, don't get me wrong. She got she got a payoff and stuff like that. But we had a period of time where there was only one income coming in. Um. I change. I've changed jobs a couple of times. She's changed jobs a couple of times. You've got kids. Kids get mm-hmm. sick. So things happen. You know, so it's not that I've, it's not like I've been a debt advisor for 12, 13 years. Like, it's not that I have, I've, I've been in debt all, all through that entire time. I suppose, we, time all, predating it. I suppose so, we all technically always yeah, kind of are. We all are, yeah. Even if it's like, I am constantly obliged to pay EEX pounds amount a month. <laughs> and it's like, you you always have some sort of outgoing that you're obligated to, you can't really get out of. Um and that's an interesting point that you're making there as well and saying that, you know, think things can happen and, you know, it doesn't mean you have done anything wrong, but sometimes you find yourself in a situation in which then a solution is required and the solutions that are required. Are- Unless you've got, not, not everybody has, it's very few people um, have savings there. So that's what you're using mm-hmm. for, 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 for anything that happens. If an emergency happens, it's generally the credit card that goes on. I keep saying this a bit. The, the simple point is, the simple point is, but I think the, the really simple point is, don't be letting um, what is essentially numbers on a screen, money that actually never changes hands, it just goes from one screen to another. Don't be letting 
I think maybe that maybe gets a wee bit out of hand. Don't be letting that impact your life in a way where you, you live in pure misery because well, it ain't worth it. That that's that was the. I mean, the point I was going to want to make, particularly off the back of what, what I touched on earlier, is that these and I don't want to depress anybody too much. The reality that ship is, has sailed, my friend. But the reality is this year, like I said, well, we don't know exactly the council tax is going to. Estimates are that it's probably going to go up by at least three percent possibly across the board in Scotland. Let's not get too bogged down in specifics, but the general point is the cost of living is going to sharply increase. Cost, cost, cost of living has already increased. Um, Jack Monroe done a good... Um, chicken. I eat a lot. I'm a man who eats a lot of chicken. It's getting dearer all the time. Yeah. And the quality's gone down. <laughs> yes. Jack Monroe done a good uh, thread um, on Twitter yesterday um, about... So they're talking about how inflation's at 5.4%. Now, that, but in real terms, people go, well, what does that mean? Oh, yeah. Bank England wanted to be two. Oh, yeah, sorry. But it's 5.4. Right, but what does that mean in real terms? Jack Monroe had done a, a good thread saying, well, actually, it's, it's more than that. You know, like a, a, a... I mean, this is very minor specifics, but like a, you used to be able to get a one kilogram bag of rice for 70p. Now a 500 gram bag of rice is a pound. Right? Mate, it's more than that. Cause that so I like Tilda because it's nice and fluffy. Fortune. Yeah. It's f- mental. I'm like... Like who's who's making who's bagging this fortune? Yeah, and it's that just sounds like a silly wee thing. It does. But I look at it and I'm like, what? Even with my club card discount, how by the way, see if you not get a club card, that, you know, using your club, it's free. Get it. The discounts are mental. <laughs> but I'm like, it's a bit of a con because Tesco are basically like, right. This coconut water is, is nine pound, but if you use your club card, it'll be th- just three pound fifty. See, I'm, I'm nectar loyal, so that's uh, but but uh, not the, not so much to assume, but I, I'm, I'm obsessed over my nectar Prices, are, prices like are getting obscene. But that's it. So and that's and, and it all it all adds up. I know it's like well, what's the difference? Like thirty p or something like that. It does add up? But but it does. That's if you're that's your weekly shopping and stuff like that. That plus tins of whatever food for your kids yeah. and all that kind of stuff. That all adds up. I, I don't know how much it costs to fill my car anymore because I I genuinely have never filled it. I, I don't have. I've never put enough money, and I've never, Aye. I've never, uh, forty quid's a bit high. I'm ever going to go at a petrol station, and that does not fill my car anymore. So, fuel going up, cost of living going up, council tax potentially is is, is going to go up. National insurance definitely going up, um, and we know that gas and electricity bills in April are going to. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. Ma- Martin Lewis is even saying Martin Lewis, who's who's basically his motto that's essentially tattoos on him is shop around, shop around, shop. Is for one saying. Do not move. You know, your utilities, you don't move because whatever yeah. you're on just now is probably, although it's going to go skyrocket, if you move, it's going to be even worse. Yeah. So no one to say that depressing anyone, but these are things that we can't really control. There's not yeah. really much you can do other than the only thing you could really do with that is, I guess, your vote is the only thing. That, you know, but if, any, if anyone, whoever, whoever's fault it is that these things are increasing, who knows when the next general election is going to be. But, but what you can control is... Is your other outgoings your if, if it's debts you've got these are things that you can control that's something that you can get under so if you're thinking well how am I going to manage a thirty pound increase in council tax plus a slight reduction of in income because of national insurance and all these other things it's, it's, it, these are the things you can control your credit card bills I mean obviously your Sky package and your mobile phones and all that kind of stuff you can you can but your rent your mortgage are fixed so so your debts your credit card bills if you're paying a couple of hundred quid out a month to, to debts and it's going to be a struggle but you can control that that's something you can get and yeah. it's and you don't have to everybody qualifies for it because everybody's going to be affected by this every single person is going to be affected by the cost of living increase this it's a it's a it's a massive leveler mm-hmm. so 
And like we're talking, I'd be surprised if not everybody has some sort of debt because I know they do. Everybody has some oh, level of debt out there. Yeah, and and it's, debt is not always just one hundred percent flat out black and white, a bad, terrible thing, but it's something to be conscious of in it. And um, what, what I would say as well is because this might, like the previous podcast we done last January, this might be something that somebody's now listening to a year down the line. Yeah. Well, Just, people will find it when is when is right for them. I think and that's why well, I want is, to keep is, making is, them. Is that a lot of people might have to rely on credit to get through this next until the utilities come down and stuff like that. So if you're listening to this at the end of 2022 and actually you've used credit, you've had to rely on credit to supplement your income. That that's fine. That's probably what a lot of people are going to have to do. Yeah. Um. I'm not. I'm not saying do that, but if if it's a if it's a choice between heating and eating, and you've got money in your credit card, then you're going to have to do both. Have a warm house and eat. Mm. You go the credit card later. Yeah, that's kind of all we've got time for today. Um, so much more we could touch on, but we'll revisit it because, as I say, at some point later this year, um, we'll we'll have another conversation. We'll look at some specifics, but the general point is don't be suffering in silence. Don't be suffering in your own head. There is help available to you, whether it's with Tommy or whether it's elsewhere. I think that's the, the sort of yeah, main point. Yeah, just speak to somebody. If yeah. people want to get in touch with you, where can they get? In, where can they find you? So if they go to don'tfretaboutdebt.net, that's, that's, our, that's our website. You'll find a link for that in the episode notes. There's your podcast, Kalisha. Um Yeah, so I just put a request through that. If you just put your details in, I'll get a, I'll get a notification you'll get a text from me just to say when, when do you want to chat. Um, if, if it's easy, I mean, I prefer a phone call. I've said that all the time. It's, it's mm-hmm. 100% easier to have a, a dialogue with, with people. But yeah. otherwise, if, listen, see if you want to just unload, if you want to just say, Tommy, this is the problems I'm in. My email's on that website. I'm on Twitter. DM me and just it's at Tommy Gallagher and just say, look, this is where I am. I've, you know, it, can can you help me? Yeah. You might have listened to this and it's not striking a chord with you in any way because you don't need it. Fantastic. I'm delighted for you. If it has, don't worry. Don't let it be ruining your life because it really isn't worth it. Um, and on that note, I'll say thank you, Tommy, once again, mate, for coming in. No problem. Cheers. Always enjoyable, always insightful. Always. Are you going to buy me a coffee? Uh, yes, I, I, I'll eat a coffee. You do? <laughs> Aye. We won't say when. I'll save your blushes. And thank you again for listening. I'll be back with another episode of Blethered soon. Cheers. Blethered was written, recorded and produced by Sean McDonald in association with The Big Light. Music and post-production by Brian McAlpine. And for more information, go to thebiglight.com. If you like this podcast, please check out all our other series, including Talk Media. You could start a fight in an empty house. Talking Derry Girls, Brave Your Day, The Tartan Noir Show, Double Scotch, Great Scott, Trust Me I'm a Leader, Unearthed, A Sonic Hug and Old School. All on the Big Light, Scotland's podcast network. From the Big Light Studio.